Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Before Podcast! This is episode number 34 of season two of the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hi! How's it going, dude? Dude, it is... Actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of cage stuff going on, so pretty good. Yeah, the one episode we planned to do things, uh, believe it or not, Square, uh, Square Enix says, "Yo, here's some shit," right? <laughs> and it's like, "Come on, guys, well, you actually planned some things." Uh, but <laughs> so what we're gonna do? I, I want to say real quick, we're gonna talk about Kingdom Hearts Missing Link because a lot of information came from the open beta test or the closed beta test. I'm sorry, it was not open; it was closed. And so what we're going to do is we're going to push the Tamagotchi activation to next week on episode 35, because I'm a little concerned that there's going to be nothing to talk about next week. So yeah, I yeah. Be, we don't uh, want to bust know. our load. You know? We don't want to bust our whole load, because we're also at the end of the show, we are going to talk about our little foretellers, the seven deadly sins and the worlds that, they'll rep- that we think they'll represent in Cage 4. So we're going to do yeah. that as well. So it's going to be an action-packed show. Before we get to any of that, uh, I want to alert you guys to the fact that Spotify has a new feature where we can ask a question of the episode. Yo. Uh, which is pretty cool, and it'll be in, in on Spotify. Uh, the default question is, what did you think of this episode? Mm. And we actually had a couple answers, and I wanted yo. to read them. Without even, um, like, prompting. Like, yo, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it, it just prompts on Spotify at the bottom when you listen to an episode, so it's really cool. Uh, and, and that's the kind of integration that's been really cool with Anchor being owned by Spotify now, is they can do cool stuff like this. Yeah, it's so, true. Uh, Shout out to, to Kiefer. I'm not going to say your last name and dox you, but Kiefer <laughs> says this episode was goaded with the sauce past the Frank's red hot because these boys be too spicy. Ooh. Great podcast. I'm hooked. Yo, thank, thank you, Kiefer. you. And another thing that's cool about this is I can pin these to the episode. Ooh. So it will appear when people see this episode. Oh, shit. Pretty, pretty sweet, right? Yo. And then uh, Nathan says, I've been listening since the beginning of the series, and I can't wait for Friday so I can listen to the newest episode while I work. I love your podcast, and you guys are great as well. Thank you. Thank Yo, you, Nathan. Thank you. So that's just another way that you guys can show us that you love us by uh, answering <laughs> that question. I need it. We might, we might think about like integrating some way to, maybe not the question of the week, but just asking if there's a question that matters for the episode, you know? Yeah. Um, we might think about doing that if you guys are into that. I don't know. Uh, but they just started that recently, and I think it's really cool. Um, and thank you guys for answering that. Yeah, thank you. So anyway, missing link. Oh, shit. We just diving right into it's it. It's no longer missing, Jason. It's still missing. It's just it's like no longer missing. Actually, an idea it's gone where missing it is. again because the closed beta is now closed again. Uh, meaning like not only is ended. it just a closed beta, it's an ended <laughs> closed beta. Yeah. So and double they, closed. They said, I have the tweet right here, uh, translated using Google Translate. The Shout prototype test of Kingdom Hearts Missing Link has finished. Key and little sparkle emoji. Hell yeah. We will send the survey information to the email address registered with Square Enix members to all testers. So at, so we ask for your cooperation. Thank you for your continued support of hashtag KHML. So KH my life, bro. KH my life, dude. <laughs> That's just what it makes me think. Like FML. Yeah. KHML, bro. I, I, I was thinking shaking my head too. It, mm. It's got some Kingdom yeah. Head My Life. <laughs> what? So it's closed now, but not only 
were there people out there, you know, just talking about their uh, experience with it. But the actual account itself uh, tweeted out a bunch of different stuff about the game, which is really interesting that they did that. Uh, I think they probably were just trying to get ahead of people leaking it, right? Yeah, probably. But they, they did a lot of that. And then there were people that leaked some stuff and got their accounts banned, which... Idiots. Dumbasses. Dumbasses. Did they watermarked your account, bro? Get out of here. Come on, bro. But, Get uh, out of here. There's a, so much information out there that I want to shout out our good friends at KH13. Uh, this article was written by Orpheus Joshua. The homie. Who's been on the show. Friend of the show, Orpheus Joshua. And uh, they're, they're, they're good re, uh, their team's Ryuji, Ryuji Blades. Is uh, responsible for the translating, and I know he's helped like Damo translate some some Dark Road stuff before too, and Union Cross stuff. So, uh, so we're gonna go through this bit by bit and talk about the the stuff that uh, the actual Twitter account revealed. We're not gonna cover anything that was like leaked because I just think that's a bit disrespectful to the developers who are working very hard on this game. Yeah, at least not yet. I I, I don't know. I, I, it, it, it's a gray area for me. I, I I'm not sure. <laughs> how i feel about it you know but i want i want the clout and the clicks you know so maybe we'll just maybe we'll just leak it anyway but anything I, for clicks dude anything for clicks dude i want the clout i want the clicks you know me big clout chaser you only kh your life once you know right exactly khml you know anyway kingdom hearts missing link <laughs> there are two ways to control your player gps mode and pad mode Yo. In GPS mode, your character moves as you walk around and change your GPS position. You can obtain AP from battles, and you can also enable hands-free mode where battles are automatic. So if you're driving. <laughs> or you just... Or it's just, just in your pocket. You're on a date walking in the park with a girl, and you don't want her to know you're playing this stupid yeah, fucking secretly game. secretly know that you're but playing you Missing still Link. play. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um... <laughs> In pad mode, your character moves by using a pad on the screen. In this mode, AP is required for battles and obtaining treasure chests. So you can obtain AP from the battles if you're moving around. If you're GPS. And then you can spend the AP to get battles right. and chests if you're like just sitting on the couch. Right. So the idea is you have to at least walk around with it at some point. It's not like Pokemon Go where you always have to be walking around. Yeah. But if you don't, if you go for long enough without walking around, you won't have AP to just sit on your. I mean, couch I'm GPS spoofing my shit, anyways. But right, yeah. I'm boost yeah, right. <laughs> They have the content that was uh, for the closed beta. With that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm supposing these are like the missions. But it says today's content: obtain jewels from present quests, craft lots of level twenty pieces, and then it says on the thirteenth, hmm. take your smartphone with you and go on an adventure. On the 14th, area boss quests will appear, and on the 17th, raid boss quests will appear. Huh. So, and then you're looking, I'm sharing my screen with you, Jay, so you can see this. Yeah, Anybody, yeah. if you want to follow along on cage13.com, I'm sure they'd appreciate the click. Ryuji's translated the images, uh, where it says, go out on an adventure. As your GPS position changes, your character in-game also moves, and it has like a little guy running around, you know. And then it has hands-free mode. Certain actions will be automatically performed, such as HP and MP recovery, battle encounters, among others. So, like, okay, but does uh, does hands-free mode let you lock your phone? That's what I want to know. It's a good question. 
I don't know. If, it, if it's like Dark Road, where it's just, it's like an AFK game that you can't AFK, you have to leave it open. So that it's like, how, how have we not learned from our mistakes here, guys? Come so here's on the now. Thing. <laughs> this game is heavily influenced by Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. Pokemon Go does have a mode like that. I don't know if it automatically catches. I don't remember. I haven't played Pokemon Go in a very long time, but I do know that I could at least lock my phone and hatch eggs. Mm-hmm. And then it would tell you how long you walked for and it'd give like your buddy Pokemon experience and all that stuff. It didn't right. allow you to play through the game like normally, which it sounds like this does. So I'm not sure yeah. if it's going to let you lock your phone or not. If it doesn't, it's just like, what's the, what's the point? If it's automatically doing it, like, why are you holding my screen hostage and like just nuking my battery life? Right. You know? Right. And it is to be, this won't be in this article, I think, but it's to be said, a lot of people were saying it was using a lot of battery to play this game. Yikes. Which, I don't know, it, to me, that's to be expected. It looks, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty intensive looking game for a phone, I feel like. Uh, I don't know, it kind of looks like dog shit to me. And you throw in the GPS and all that. <laughs> I mean, like, no, it's like not going to overworld look, stuff. It's not going to look great from that standpoint, but, like, this, there's a character fully animated running around on screen, mm-hmm. and it's tra- tracking your GPS, which yeah. that's going to that's gonna drain your battery no matter what. So Yeah. For sure. And then the next picture says, when in pad mode, AP is required for encounter battles as well as accessing certain spots, you can obtain AP in GPS mode. So yeah, it's like we th- like we thought. You play one way to get more points for the other way. Right, right. Um, so yeah, this is this is the the uh, like the different things it was saying. Like so the there's like elite encounters, which are the area quests. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, then raid there's bosses, raid bosses, which this is the first appearance of uh, the behemoth in Kingdom Hearts since Kingdom Hearts 1. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. We haven't seen him in a long time. Also, it's 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 to note the character in these screenshots looks like the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> I don't that's know important. why that is. That's important. It's important to know. Make sure I'm not anything that matters. Okay, so then we have an update on the 13th with more screenshots. Uh, and so this screenshot shows a Pokemon Go-esque thing, except it's like Scala buildings instead of like what your real world looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, and then it says, like, there are area enemies and area bosses that rule certain parts of the world. Defeating an area boss will liberate it, and you can teleport to the coordinates where the boss was for a discounted AP price. Mm. So, like, if you go kill a boss in an area, you can now TP there for cheaper when you're in iPad mode. Yeah, and to me, it seems like something that you would do. It's not just something you can do alone. You would need people to help you with. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe that's just what the raids are. I don't know. Yo, Donald Duck? Yeah, so they have this area map Dale? here, which looks pretty cool. Um, Is that supposed wow, they... to be Alice? I think that's Sleeping Beauty. Oh, okay, okay. I think. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that's I think you're right. I think you're right. People have been really concerned about... Uh, this this lantern holding fella, the hooded kinda, guy. It, yeah, I'm I'm kind of getting some. What's the deal with all these ghosts? Yeah, type yeah, of he vibes from like FF Seven remake. I've seen some people say it's a Tonberry hooded, like an organization oh, okay. Tonberry. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but we don't really know what the deal with that is. I'm guessing the other icons are like other players. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Weird. The ones that, because they have a heart above them, like, oh, these are my friends. But they could be treasure spots, too. But it shows a treasure spot when you zoom out of all of Japan. It's like, damn, let me, let me cross country to go get get this chest, bro. Mom, can we go get that treasure chest, please? (laughs) 
So after defeating an area enemy, you'll obtain a hint as to where the area boss is lurking. I just want to mention, I didn't mention this at the top. This is like the first time Jason and I are looking at a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. No, like I, I've seen I, was, stuff I need to passing. look at it earlier today, but because I, I wanted to wait until we were about to talk about it because I was like, right. yeah, there might be new stuff anyway. But like, I also didn't want to be like, oh, because I, I have this really bad tendency of with Kingdom Hearts news, especially reading it and like watching the trailer over and over. And by the time we get to the podcast, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is old fucking news. You know what I mean? The feeling like it is even feeling though we like it is in my head. It, yeah. So I didn't want to read this stuff too early and go over it too early. For sure. Uh. After defeating every boss, a checkpoint will appear on the map by spending AP. You can teleport these coordinates. Yeah. So there's Pluto. Yo, they got Pluto? They got Pluto for this one? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess those must be, be players. I don't know. I think they are. I, th- I think the icon, because if you look at... I'll scroll back up. If you look at the enemy ones, they're this weird, like, um, uh, it's like a hexagon. pentagon kind of deal. And the other ones are squared with, with hearts on them. So I, I'd assume they'd be friends. So yeah, either they're like a some type of NPC. Maybe they give you like items or something, and it's not like a chest. Or maybe they have quests. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure there's someone at home going, "You idiots! This is what it is." I it was already know. explained. It's like, okay, dude. Okay, we're only on the thirteenth. We're not. Sorry, we're I'm 14th. not nerding out about a game that doesn't even exist yet. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's some more translations from Ryuji from the Twitter account. There are two types of keyblades, close combat and ranged. Close huh. combat type keyblades allow for stronger attacks, but possess a higher risk as they require you to get close to the enemy. Range keyblades, on the other hand, will enable you to chip away the enemy's health from far, far safely. Uh, and then it says today's content experiment with the volume two reinforcement codes and give the reinforcement code quest a try. What? Huh. So it shows like a a keyblade that you are just meleeing them with, and then one where you're like firing magic instead. Interesting interesting designs on these keyblades. Like the handles are kind of like a Master Defender, but one is clearly like a lantern kind of deal, and uh-huh. one's one's like a cog. Yeah. The close combat one's a cog. Oh, and it has a little light bulb keychain for the lamp. <laughs> That's fun. I don't. They did, what is the reinforcement code? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like, oh, you can go do this boss and then use this item that makes it so that there's like, it's as if you're playing with other people. Like it spawns in like three NPCs to like take down this raid boss with you or something. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Uh, so on the 15th, they, they showed character customization, Jason. And this is the one thing I did see where I was on stream and OJ was like, yo, you got to see this. And you can have a motherfucking top hat. That's true. That's, that's, that's drip. In the I'm going to be game, honest. I do think there's a lot of cool stuff with the, like, how you can change. I, I, I don't really mess with the coat. I don't know. Or may, maybe it's not necessarily the coat, but, like, the pants underneath. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't like what I don't like about the coat is like the f- the top part of the coat where it covers yeah, the yeah. shoulders. Yeah, I'm not a big that, fan no, of that's definitely what it is. It's very because the bottom is kind of almost like a. It kind of reminds me of like cipher, at least when it's like the white yeah. coat. It kind of gives yeah. me that vibe, but then the top just has this weird, got this weird like shawl or something. Yeah. 
In the fitting room, you can customize your avatar's appearance, change up your clothes, coloration, accessories, and more. Look forward to the detail avatar maker when the game officially releases. And you purchase clothes from the accessory shop. Um, I don't think you spend real money unless they gave them, like, fake real money. Yeah. I would hope not. But there's, like, a there's like different uh, stuff for, like, your headgear, your, like, top, your bottoms, your gloves, and boots. your boots. And then there's, like, a couple accessory slots as well. And then it, it looks, looks like, like you can also sets. chroma them. Yeah, you can chroma them, and it looks like they're sets, so, like, hopefully there's, like... Oh, this is a Donald-inspired outfit, right? Mm. You know, shit like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, I would assume so. I mean, that's what they, they did in Union Cross, you know? Right. Like, you could literally just wear, like, Squall's outfit, you right. know? Right. <laughs> Which the, all the real ones did. Right, as Demo did. Uh, <laughs> on the 16th, we have Raid Battles and the matching feature were highlighted in a new tweet. In Raid Battles, multiple players can challenge the same enemy simultaneously. Take advantage of the teleportation feature and participate in taking down these formidable foes. You can also call reinforcements via the matching feature. So the idea is similar to like gym battles in Pokemon Go. You and your teammates can take on raid bosses and here they show the behemoth. So it seems like if there's one active, you can teleport to it if, if like people are fighting it. Well, I think it probably uses... The, it says the teleportation feature, which to me means it's talking about the teleportation feature they talked about earlier, where if you meet mm. a boss, you can yeah. teleport somewhere. Um, otherwise, it's you probably have to be in that actual area. Mm. Or like Raid iPad bosses, mode them, or pad mode them. Yeah, go in there and pad mode. Raid bosses are huge formidable enemies that appear in the quarters of darkness. Team up with your allies and take them down. And show it, So it shows a, a map here where... There is Wait, one. the lanterns are the players? I don't think so. I think that means it's a raid boss. Oh. Maybe. But So thank you to OJ and Ryuji and KH13 for doing that. I wonder if they do like what a lot of mobile game stuff it does. Like, for example, in like uh, Opera Omnia, you choose your squad and then you choose somebody that you can like summon in the fight to help you or whatever. Like, oh, this is the, what they have set as... Like you can you can like add your friends and then use a reinforcement code or something in order to summon them as if they were there, but it's just an NPC NPC yeah. or you also controlling them or something, you know? Well, I know that people have said the game is gotcha and the game has um the Which Smash sucks. Brothers style trophy things. <laughs> so I don't know how all that works. And it didn't it, Kingdom Hearts themselves didn't announce how any of that works. I think yeah. there's... If you guys go look on the internet... I also don't understand. How the fuck are you supposed to do the story of this? So there wasn't really a lot of story in the beta, from what I understand. Um, I'm assuming it works kind of like Dark Road, where you just do your thing, and then you reach a certain threshold, and then it allows you to do more story. Like, do you think there's just, like, a, a notification button on your screen or whatever? It's like, oh, there's an, you, you can do the new story or whatever, and you right. press it, and it just, like, puts you well, in an instance or something? Like I said, I haven't played Pokemon Go in a while, so I'm not an expert, but I know uh, the last time I did, they had added these Team Rocket battles where um, randomly... You one of the gyms would be taken over by Team Rocket, and you'd have to like beat them, and it was like story content for the game because then it'd like, 
oh, uh, Professor whatever man is like, yo, you beat the Team Rocket. That's hype. Let's do this next set of missions. Mm. So I don't know if that's how it's going to work. That would make some semblance of sense to me. Mm. But I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I know I if you know. guys go look on Twitter, there's more info out there. Like I said, I don't necessarily want to talk about the leaked stuff because Square Enix doesn't want us to talk about the leaked stuff. You know what I mean? And I just yeah. feel like I feel like that's the right thing to do at this point. Well, yeah. is, you know, and it's like representing it in its unfinished state as well. Like it just seems well, kind of cringe. Like if, that- if you were to look at it yourself, that's totally fine. But for us to talk on a podcast, it just it seems yeah, kind of Yeah, for cringe. us to broadcast it to you guys probably isn't okay. And at the same time, I know OJ tweeted about this too, but it's like people, certain creators were like taking all this info that they found out from like a random like person in the beta test or a couple random people and then presenting it like it's their info. And it's like, yo, that's fucking cringe. Like, uh, you know. Like, not even, they'd tweet about it and not even, like, mention, hey, this person on Twitter said this, or that, you know what I mean? It's like... Well, yeah, because they don't want to get them in trouble, but at the same time, uh, it's still... Yeah, I don't know. There, there. I guess there's multiple still sides to it, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. It just, it's a dangerous thing to do, I feel like, overall. It's like, like guys, just, it will come out, it's a fucking mobile game. Right. It's not that serious. But I will say, I'm excited for how uh, positive overall everybody kind of seems on it. Mm. You know, like it seems like every, I've seen a couple people be hesitant, but most people are like, this looks awesome. I cannot wait to play this. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah. that's awesome. You know, I, I, I'm excited about it. You know, I don't do a ton of mobile gaming. I, I guess I've done more recently because I've, there've been better mobile games recently, it seems like. You know, like there's Marvel Snap, uh, there's Vampire Survivors, uh, the City Opera Omnia. They're games that I actually want to spend time on my phone playing, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of just, oh, I'm taking a shit and I don't have anything else better to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that's typically when I mobile game is I'm like, oh, I'm taking a shit and I have nothing to read. I guess I'll play Tetris, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where... None of the I do use those games when I'm on the toilet, but like they're not games that I only play on the toilet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they're not exclusive to that. Uh so I don't do a ton of mobile gaming otherwise, but you know, it it'll be exciting to check this out. Maybe, you know, me and Jason will return uh do the sequel to our Pokemon Go video where we walked around downtown playing Pokemon Go and we'll do it with missing link. Yeah, except it'll be way more cringe this time because it's no not one Pokemon. Else is doing it. Yeah, and no one else is doing it. Yeah, like there'll be no one down there, just normal people, and we'll be like, hey, look, the fucking, there's a Kingdom Hearts nerds, point and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, look out, there's a dark side behind you. You know. <laughs> hey, I need some help with this raid. Any, any missing linkers? <laughs> these people are just like go away you smell please, for the love of god help me please anyway uh that's that's uh what we got so far in missing link i don't know when we're gonna get more which yeah we knew uh, this beta test was anything, coming yeah. right and they said at the end of the year but then it got pushed back a little bit right but not much yeah. you know it's it's only january so I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do now, like with, with this. Well, how long we're gonna wait? Do you, do you have any uh, expectations on that, Jason? 
I feel like the main thing that's going to make it make or break is like enemy variety and shit. And it really mm-hmm. just depends on how much they want to have at launch. But I think it does matter because it's like if if I'm just fighting like sh- shadows, soldiers, and then like, you know, maybe some type of magic enemy or something, right? Like a nocturne. And then maybe. It's, it's just like the same ones over and over. I think that would get pretty dull pretty fast. Uh in the grand scheme of it, because it's like a mobile game, so it's supposed to like keep on going and stuff. To me, I don't really care about the game because it's a gotcha. And like, I just think that those are inherently predatory. Like it's the, in their own best self-interest to make it more predatory than not. Right. Right. So I'm just kind of I'm kind of out on it, but I am excited for the story because, you know, uh, they're saying if you want to know more about it's going to be in cage four play missing link i don't know it could just be like an ad you know <laughs> like namura just being like yo support this other game because he was like yeah you can find out more in missing link well i'm sure that's the case who knows how much you know yeah but i i would assume i would assume this year because it's been announced for a while it de- it doesn't feel the same as like how they announced Dark Road. They don't have Union Cross that they're needing to keep up with or whatever as far as like teams and stuff. And I don't think that this game really has that much like there's a lot of in- infrastructure and systems, but it definitely seems like they they've figured out a lot of that at least in Japan. I don't know how much they need to I would assume that they have teamed up with some other company that they're not just like doing it from scratch themselves. It's a good question because even even Pokemon Go is they teamed up with Niantic, who had already yeah. had a game that I knew of even before Pokemon Go was even announced because my friend really liked it because he liked to go on hikes and stuff and he would go on walks and bikes and stuff. And he's like, yo, check this out. This is really cool. But basically, you would just go. It it was almost like um you, you know like the Mario Party mini game where it's like Snake but like when you when you make like a circle or whatever it like becomes whatever color you are like it makes like that chunk like if you make a circle it'll be like a red circle if you're red and you're trying to like take up as much of the board as you can mm-hmm. it's like that but like with like landmarks or like whatever right so it's like oh if I walk down the block. And then, like, do the whole block. Then there will be a square that's, like, my team. Like, like imagine if in Pokemon Go, you're Team Valor or whatever. And then you walk around the block. And then now that whole block is Team Valor's block or whatever, right? It was, mm-hmm. like, something like that. So I don't know if they're teamed up with Niantic or not. Uh, um, I, I just typed it in. And uh, according to uh, the KH Wiki, the developer is Square Enix and the publisher is Square Enix. Wow. So... so- that makes me feel like it'll take longer. It doesn't seem like they're teamed up with anybody, but maybe um, it could just be a thing where they they paid Niantic to be like, hey, um, give us your map data, right? We'll pay yeah. you to give us your map data. Uh, I don't know if they'd give them a developer credit at that point, at least as like the front-facing developer, right? Yeah. Um, I also I started laughing as you were talking because um, the... <laughs> The KH Wiki has, you know, Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, and then it has the uh, kanji for it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it has, like, the pronunciation under it. And it's Kingdu Damu Hatsu 
Nisingu Rinku. <laughs> nice, nice. And I think I actually did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, that sounded, that sounded pretty good, actually. On, on the, but Nisingu Rinku. Okay, is but now do it, do it in the K Kona accent like we do Kamichiwa, uh, brother. Kingdu Damu Hatsu <laughs> Missinghu Rinku, brother. <laughs> Respect. Respect. <laughs> Nisingu Rinku is maybe my favorite uh, thing of all time. I I just I just love that. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> I love in in Japanese when like they don't have a word for it. So they just say it and then so like they just say it and like e. throw a u on the end of it, right? <laughs> oh, like a i, yeah. Yeah. And that's like one of my like wh- that's one of the reasons I love when we're watching like shows where they're like presenting games and they have like um you know someone speaking in Japanese and then they have like maybe someone speaking over them in English to translate. Or they yeah, just yeah. have subtitles on the bottom, and then you hear them just say like uh Missingu Rinku, you know, like that. Yeah, and it fucking, or they say, like, Donkey the... Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong, but they have a name for him, right? But like yeah. you know uh, uh, I can't think of a good example, but they, it happens all the time and it makes me laugh. I think it's so funny. Because it's just like they're speaking something, I have no idea what they're saying, and then boom, two words, I know what they're saying. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at this. I'm just like, oh, well, I, know I know that. that. I know those words. Missingu Rinku. Uh, Missingu Rinku, brother. I'm going to be out there on the range playing my Missingu Rinku with all my brothers, my cowboy brothers. Hell yeah, yeah, brother. uh, Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us there. But it looks like they... uh, I'm guessing that they probably... Niantic probably has some... some kind of involvement. Because, like... If it's not out by 2024, bro, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Because to me, it's like it has to come out before KH4. Oh, for sure. For sure. And my thing is, like, part of what Niantic has done that makes it so they can just push out these other games, like the Harry Potter one that didn't do well or whatever, is they just use their, their, um, like, data, their map data from the previous games and, like, the... Like, Pokemon Go was immediately, like, populated with all these landmarks because of that game you were talking about. They yeah, already yeah, had yeah, the landmarks. So, like, it didn't, you know, all the Poke Centers were there and all the gyms were there, right? Yeah. So, I, I can't imagine if they haven't, maybe they did Japan on their own, but I can't imagine they wouldn't partner with Niantic on, like, America and other and other areas, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know how else they would have populated it. Unless they just do it, like, completely randomly, which is, like, that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, for sure. One thing I will say, as far as, like, on the art side of it, like, when it comes to the trophies and stuff, I definitely think the fact that it's not its own art style will help a lot. Like, they can just, like, at least from the trophies I've seen, it definitely seems like it's, like, an unreal version, you know, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 art of this or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll be able to just import it easier and and make more easier like it's not a completely new like picture yeah. or whatever for like the metals and stuff but uh yeah i i i, I don't know I, i'll honestly I, I think it comes out 2023 if not like first half 2024 if it's like late 2024, then it's like, holy shit, guys. Like, how yeah. long is this going to take? I mean, the fact that they're doing, you know, a closed beta this early to me would, would seem to mean that it's coming out this year. But 
Um, who knows? It just depends on how much of a beta it is, right? Because it's not like it was like a... They didn't say it was an alpha or something like that. Right. But some for some games, beta means that's literally the game, bro. You're going to be playing in a couple months. Like, a couple things might be tweaked, but that's essentially exactly how it's going to look. And some games, the betas actually are massively different. I I think we we could run into a possibility, and I don't want this, obviously. But we could run into a possibility where... It's out in Japan, but not anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and they, maybe they do a beta in America and a beta in Europe or whatever. Um, I could I, I could definitely see that happening. So I, I could see that being a thing. Um, and if that's the case, I think it comes out in Japan in 2023, but not in... Not till 2024 in America, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would say. But like, I could see it not taking as long in like smaller, like areas. Fuck, like why like, you got it before we did? No, no. I mean, like Europe compared to oh, like America. Why? Like, you like bastards. I'm saying, like Europe compared to like North America. Yeah, you know? I know. I was just. Fucking <laughs> uh. All right. Anything else you want to say about Missing Link? I think we've covered, uh, you know, everything we want to cover. Like I said, we're not going to talk about leaks. I, 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 I'm excited. I think the character assets look high quality. Uh, I don't know how the trophies really look, but I would assume they're they're they'll look good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not holding my breath for it. I, honestly, what's weird is like, I, I was more hyped for Dark Road coming out. Than I am for Missing Link. And I don't know if it's because I feel... I, I don't necessarily feel burned by Dark Road. Like, Dark Road was dog shit. Don't get me wrong. But, like... I don't know. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just not super hyped for it. I think part of that is, like... When the first part came out, it was what it was, right? And then, I think when the... You're talking about when it came out the second time, right? Or do you mean uh, in general? In general, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say the second time, it's because we knew we were just getting a conclusion to a story as opposed to something that is going to go on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That That's too. how I, I felt. I guess that is part of it, where it's like, I know even when Missing Link comes out, it's not really out. I'm going to have to wait months probably for any update where it has like a story to it, you right. know? Right. There'll definitely be an opening story, but yeah, I think it'll be a lot like Dark Road in the way where it rolls out the story slowly for people. And, and or Union Cross for that matter. Um, like from a podcast it, perspective, it's good that it's trickled. Right. Me, Jason, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, and my point, my my thing is like, I don't know if we didn't have this podcast, I don't know that we'd be playing this. Yeah, I, I would download it for sure, and then probably play it once or twice and be like, okay, I'm we done. would be. Uh, hitting up demo 279 to find the cutscenes. Definitely. And, and, <laughs> definitely. You know, which we might do anyway. Who knows? But I I, I think we're definitely going to give this a fair shot and we're going to continue to cover it and, and all that because, you know, it's a podcast. Why not? You yeah. Know? That's what we do. It's Kingdom Hearts. And we love Kingdom Hearts. So, anyway, True. that's going to do it for Missing Link. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the future of Kingdom Hearts, as in who we think uh, or what worlds we think are going to be in Kingdom Hearts 4 based on connections to the foretellers yeah. and the seven deadly sins that they represent in name. So uh, we're going to, and that's also the question of the week. So we're going to do both those things when uh, we come right back. 
Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast. Ooh, I got kind of like spooky. In that yeah. one. I got kind of Matt Bellamy. <laughs> like from he's the haunting news. you. Yeah. This episode is haunting you. <laughs> oh, the missing link. <laughs> uh, before we get into the question of the week, last week we talked a bit about, uh, we theorized a bit about, about Kingdom Hearts 4, and a lot of you said, wow, you guys did theories for once. Good, good job. Good job. <laughs> and I say thank you for that. But the idea is we came up with this, or I came up with this concept. Jason asked me about gummy ships, and I just fucking turned it to this we, yeah, we just uh, fell into a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, and it was my fault. But basically the idea is uh, there. Uh, it's rumored, it hasn't been confirmed, but based on the, like, the root of their names, that the Foretellers and the Master Masters stand for the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, uh, the Master it's, Masters one. It's not even rumored, bro. It's, like, so... <laughs> like, well, it is no- literally... The only reason I say that is because the Master of Masters one is kind of like loose because it's like we don't know what his name is. Yeah. And so they kind of said, well, Pride's the only one left, so it's his, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the only that's the only reason I say it's rumored, but it's like clearly like their names are routed, routed, rooted. Like Ased's is like Asedia. Yeah, yeah. Envy's is Iris Envy. is just literally Ira. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. So, um. We think, I mean, but there could, and another reason I say it's rumored is because he could have, like, named them that just to give them all a naming convention, and then it actually has nothing to do with their character, because right. we were talking off, off recording, but, like, a set is sloth, but, like, wouldn't you think he'd be wrath? Yeah. You know? Because he's the angry boy. And also... Yeah, he definitely seems much more wrathful. Right. And also, another caveat here is that when we were picking uh, these movies, I've slowly come to realize that all the seven deadly sins are the same. Like, you could, you could <laughs> you like, tweak them. You yeah, could tweak you them like to three. be, like, for example, like, lust, right? Lust typically means, you know, it, 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 it's, it's not actually sexual. sexual, but it's like you, you, you're lusting for that. You want it bad. Right. Yeah. But you can also be envious of somebody because you're lusting for what they want. Right. So like yeah. it can the gluttony and oh, I'm lusting for this person, but I already have this person. So I'm gluttonous and my lust. Yeah. So it all. And you're greedy. Gluttony and, and greed. Because the gluttony <laughs> and the greed are the, and then the sloth. You know, and the so root it's like, of it is from the envy you feel. <laughs> so I, there are going to be some of you that hear our answers and hear the question of the week answers and go, well, wait, that's not exactly wrath. That's more. Gl- I, I don't want to hear it. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not splitting hairs here, folks. Okay. We're not, this isn't, this isn't, this is just a fun exercise. It's, it's not, the, the accuracy is not important. Yeah. Uh, it's just for fun. Right. <laughs> so what we did is Jason and I took each of these foretellers and the idea was, I don't think I explained the full idea I did last week, but the idea is that, these foretellers, each one of them is responsible for a new world in Kingdom Hearts 4. Or not a new world, but just a world in like Kingdom Hearts 4. Like how the organizations show up to a different world. Right. How Syax, uh, wait, that was a terrible example. How Zaldin shows up in Beauty and the Beast, right? Exactly, yeah. And I can't believe I picked the one guy who doesn't <laughs> fucking show up. <laughs> and Luxorted pirates and stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. like So, the, you know... That's the kind of the idea, and we wanted to connect it to their seven deadly sins, right? So yeah, or at least yeah. try to. So, uh, Jason, why don't you start us with Ava and greed? So this one, 
Um, uh, this one I have a bit of a caveat to because obviously, like Ava is MIA, right? right. They, right. they don't even know where she is. So I'm thinking for this one, my idea is that, you know, Ava is back. Like they got Ava back, but maybe they don't necessarily trust her, you know? Like maybe some do. Like may- maybe a said trusts her or something, but like, you know, Ira doesn't, right? So this one I right. was kind of thinking of like a greed, greed slash wrath because it also works very well for the villains because uh, Tamatoa is like the big crab. And he's like hella greedy. He's like greedy and gluttonous, both, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's just a bottom feeder. He he just wants anything and everything. He's like the he's like the crabs in 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 Finding Nemo, like just waiting for shit to pop out of the pipes. Mine, 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 mine. And so uh, that that would work well for him, the whole greed part. And then uh, at the end, there's uh, Teika, which is like literally when I looked at her wiki or whatever said that she was a like wrathful heartless right so it's like right. slash wrath right and then literally said heartless like like <laughs> right i'm like what the hell uh and not in any type of con like this was on like villain dot fandom or something like that right nothing to do with kingdom hearts right which also as a side note villain dot fandom is fucking hilarious bro because like they break down villains in like everything, right? And we'll say, oh, these are these are the things that they have done that are like bad or whatever, right? Mm. And for one of them that I was looking at, because I, I don't really know a lot of the new Disney stuff. I, I haven't I haven't watched that stuff a lot. But uh like for example, I'd never seen like Frozen 2 or whatever, right? So I had to look up and see what the hell even it, who's the bad guy of Frozen 2? Like, I don't know, right? Like Kingdom Hearts hasn't taught me yet. But for example, King Candy in uh in uh what is it just Wreck Ralph? Ralph? Yeah, yeah. Wreck Ralph. They have a list of crimes, right? And his is just like insanely long. And I'm like <laughs> reading about a Disney character. It's just like theft, harassment, invasion, unlawful imprisonment, breaking and entering, hacking, abuse of power. Mass involuntary manslaughter, vandalism, sabotage, high treason, mass destruction, kidnapping, and that's only half the list. Not maybe not even exposure, slavery, false punishment, assault, child abuse, brainwashing, terrorism, conspiracy, death threats, fraud. (laughs) Sounds like he'd uh, he'd fit in as a Kingdom Hearts villain, huh? So it's just like, holy shit, dude. I I did not realize how crazy, like if you really broke it down in like a court of law, like how fucked so many of these people are, right? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, anyways, back to the <laughs> Moana thing. I think it would be cool if at the beginning Ava's there and she's like kind of shady as to like, oh, whose side is she on? Is she still... Is she working for the master of masters? Is she still doing her own thing? So maybe like, like Ira's like there, like the whole time, just kind of watching, you know, like almost kind of like how, you know, Vexen was there with, uh, with Luxord in pirates in kingdom hearts three, mm-hmm. like maybe something like that. And then when it's like obvious that either what, what Ava was trying to do failed or that like the crab's going to be defeated or whatever heartless spawns from it or whatever, you know, then Ira just takes matter into his own hands and wakes up Teika because she's like the wrathful being or whatever. Right. So, yeah, that's my that's my greed. 
Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my greed, uh, and I, I don't know that I, you know, thought of a whole scenario as how it fits into the story of Kingdom Hearts, but I, I can, I can give it, give it a shot. Uh, my, my greed is, uh, the movie Robin Hood from the seventies, the, uh, animal Robin Hood with that, um, awoken many a furry as a child. (laughs) Uh, and, The reason I, I picked greed here is because the villains of this movie, uh, King Richard, the lion, or wait, li- King, li- wait, King Richard's the good one. <laughs> I was going to say King Richard King is Richard's just bad because he's like gone, I guess. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 sure. No. What's, what's his brother's name? Uh, King, I, I, King, fuck. The phony well, king I, of England. What's his name? But he's like uh, it's like Prince something or Prince. something, right? Well, there's Little John. Is it Prince John? I think it's Prince John. So they're both named John. That's that's confusing. I don't know. Uh, Let me look, dude. And but his whole thing is greed, right? Like he's taxing the poor. You know what I mean? Because he wants more and more money, right? And so my thought was, you know, you would team up with Robin. Yeah, it's Hood. Prince John. Prince John. Okay. You would team up with Robin Hood to kind of liberate, you know, England until King Richard returned, right? Mm. Um, and you know, uh, Ava's the greed, right? I, again, I didn't think of a scenario where she's involved or not involved because in my in my head canon here that I created last week, they were kind of like they're almost like in, in Kingdom Hearts three where the organization members are there but they don't do anything. Like they might incite something or watch something. Like or, anytime Lark scene shows up in Frozen, Elsa doesn't know who she is, and she's not. She doesn't see her, right? She doesn't interact with Elsa. Right. Yeah, just just with Sora. Yeah, right. And you know, Luxord barely interacts with like Davy Jones, right? Like, uh, uh, and Captain Jack burps in his face, and he falls off the boat. Uh, I always forget <laughs> that cutscene exists. But you know, it, it they're more like pulling the strings behind the scenes, and at the end yeah, of the world, yeah. you would have a boss fight with them, maybe in like Game Central Station or something, right? Yeah. Um, so that was my thought. Um, so I didn't think of a lot of scenarios as how they'd get involved, but to me, uh, Robin Hood is a classic Disney movie. Um, it'd be fun to have Sora be like a little fox man to really awaken some of those furries, <laughs> and then it'd be funny to me and if Donald and, and Goofy are just themselves. Mm, because they don't need to change and they like make a little joke about it you know a little bit uh and then you get to team up with robin hood and maybe sora gets like a um a keyblade transformation that's a bow kind of like lingering hills a little bit you know that'd be hype that would be hype uh so that that's that's my pick for greed uh we'll do this snake style so i'll go i'll go next for lust okay okay which is lose you and this is where uh, lust is a tough one because Obviously, this is Kingdom Hearts, you guys. They're not going to be like, <laughs> there's not going to be a villain that's like, oh, I just want to get at them big titties. You know what I mean? Like, so except for Frollo, except for Frollo. And I saw some people used Frollo <laughs> in the question of the week, and that's that's a really good answer. I don't think we're going back to the Hunchback. Maybe Jafar. Jafar, you know, there's some there's some Jafar kind of. Tell me, not less than for Jasmine, bro. <laughs> he is, and and another one that popped in my head was bad. Scar because Scar like want, Scar basically wants oh, to yeah. bang all the he lionesses. Does. He does. But that's like how lion. I'm, I'm not mad work. at them. They they all they all bang the head lion to like make yeah. babies, right? Yeah, yeah. But those are all those are all movies that we've seen in Kingdom Hearts before, and I was trying to stick yeah, to yeah. new ones for this, with oh, the yeah, exception sure. of one of my answers. But mine is actually Avengers. 
Mm, okay. And I know people are like, oh, if Quadratum's the hub world, then you can't do Avengers because they're in the big city. What if we did what if we did the fucking uh the shield uh helicarrier, hmm? Mm? Yeah. Yeah. What about that? that, huh? How about that? You ever uh, think of that? But random person who doesn't exist? Yeah, regular Pat. But my Damn. my thought with Lust is Loki is just lusting for the power. Mm-hmm. of yeah. being in charge right of being the king of earth of being the you know he's the he's got to show his fake family that he's really a king right and okay. so i i even with the the setting of quadratum i still think it would be really fucking cool if they did the the invasion of earth and adventures yeah i know people sick. don't agree with me i think you're wrong and that's all I'll say about it. But I think that would be really cool to team up with, you know. Uh, you, what you do is you you team up with, like, Cap and Iron Man, right? Mm, okay. And then Sora uh, looks like Thor. And, well, you need Thor. Eh. Maybe maybe you team up with Thor, because Loki's the main villain. And then mm. Goofy's hulked out. And uh, Wait, Goofy's not Cap? <laughs> oh, yeah, Goofy could be Cap. Goofy could be Cap and Donald could be Iron Man. Okay. And then Hulk and Thor and Black Widow and Hawkeye are there, I guess. <laughs> I, or wait, who would Sora be then? Fuck. I don't know. I mean, I guess, They'll... you know, you could still have them all there and it'd be like a big hero type of situation where like. Yeah. Only one of them comes with you or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They'll figure it out. It would be cool. But like, you know, you're you're going through the city and saving people, running up buildings Hulk smashes like fucking yeah. heartless Shatari in front of you, you know. And, yeah, and, yeah. And then it goofy you know, you and cap the, like clink shields, you know. And at at the end of it, you go for shawarma with the boys. You know what oh, I mean? Oh hell yeah! If there's not a shawarma scene, what has all this been for, bro? There's got to be a shawarma scene, and maybe <laughs> you do like a like a secret boss fight there, like with like mm, um, with Thanos. See, I was gonna say Thanos, but then if they want to do more Marvel stuff oh, in yeah, Kingdom Hearts later, yeah. it's like. But they could. I don't they know, still you could, could have them. You could have. Yeah. It'd be cool if you fought Thanos with the double-sided blade thing. Yeah, yeah. Or like Kang. That would be cool. Kang would be nutty. There's no way it's Kang. It's too early. Maybe that Ultron. Would be nutty. I don't know. Ultron would be cool. Bunch of Ultron bots. Anyway, they they could do a lot of cool stuff with that, and I just think Lust makes sense for Loki. Yeah. And you know, I and this is one where I do think Luju could be more involved, and he's like whispering in Loki's ear, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. He's definitely more devious. Yeah, he 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 definitely would more want to be a little more devious than Ava. But could you imagine like a cool ass like Luju boss fight on top of Avengers Tower? That would be so sick. That would be fucking dope, dude. Anyway, that's my answer for 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 Lost Luju. What is your answer? Uh, mine is from Coco, and it's Ernesto de la Cruz. Right? Have you seen? And Coco? He's like, no, I'm not. Big fan. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I haven't seen it. Either. I did. I, I did a bunch of. I did a bunch of research, bro. Man, this this um, guy gotta love this shit. But uh, yeah, so Ernesto de la Cruz, he's like a you know classic like Day of the Dead, but he's like got the guitar and and he, he's a really famous like singer and he's got all this fame and fortune. But come to find out, don't the he didn't write the songs. This other character that's in it wrote the songs, but. Ernesto killed him in order to get it. So he like he lusted for the fame and fortune. 
Um, and I honestly think it could work really well with like the themes of like death and afterlife and stuff. Um, and I think it connects really well with the underworld and I could even see it being like the first Disney world where it's like, Oh, Hades can get them to another under, he can get them to another like afterlife type of place or whatever. Mm. And then that's how they can connect it or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, I could also see Luju like pushing Ernesto to like take it further and further in order to get what he wants. But like in a loose Luju way, right? Like a Luju way. If yeah, you will. yeah. Yeah. Like a, a nice Luju way. Luju. But yeah, I, th- I think that would be cool. That'd Plus be also it's like, do I really want to watch Coco? Not really. But if it's in Kingdom Hearts, that's hype. Right, <laughs> like, for sure, for sure. Like, and then in my head, headcanon will, will just be the story is what's in Kingdom Hearts, you know? Like how it's taking over Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, because I haven't well, seen sure. it in so long. Tara and I watched <laughs> that during the pandemic. We watched it around Christmas during the pandemic. And I was like, this isn't how it happens. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. so confused. And I was like, wait, Mike, you haven't seen this movie in like 20 years. Of course yeah. you think it's the Kingdom Hearts way. <laughs> like oogie boogie does what you know i was like when does he turn into a giant tower and i think sora like obviously like with the with the moana world like i don't think they would change much honestly um it would be crazy if they like put like sora in like a titus outfit or something you know that'd be cool but uh i i just think that the like day of the dead stuff on them would be super fucking cool Definitely, definitely. All right, okay. well, it's my uh, turn again then, right? Yeah, it's your turn again. I think uh, Envy is Envy? next. Yeah, okay, so for this one, dude, this one, I'm saying Toy Story 2. Okay, okay? I thought about that. I thought about that. And it's Pete, the 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 freaking prospector, dude. Mm-hmm. Stinky Pete. And it, it, it kind of just seems like a layup to me because he's de- like envious of like every toy that's like yep. ever been bought. Mm-hmm. You know, and also you could also have Pete show up, you know, in in the world just because they're both named Pete. And they, but, they uh, argue about who's the real Pete. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, it's Pete. And they both look and Pete. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Pete and Pete crossover. Yeah, dude. But I could also see um, like Envy agreeing with like what Pete says as far as that, like, because basically... Like, yeah, he basically tries to kidnap uh, Woody, but, you know, he's just been on the shelf for so long and no one's ever bought him. And now he finally has been bought by Al as like a collector's item and he's being Mm -hmm. put in like a museum. So he's not only was he bought, but he's also going to be safe. Like he's not going to have some like shitty little kid beating the hell out of him. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he's like just going to end up in a trash can. And so I could see like envy, like, oh yeah, like your your patience should reward you, like you deserve it, because like it's true, he does deserve to you know have a good life as a toy, you know, but like twisting it, making it like the ends justify the means type thing, right? Like oh you know Woody Woody will like it once he's there, you know, he just doesn't get it, because I mean. Pete literally says, like, oh, yeah, Andy's not going to want to... He's not going to play with you forever, and he was right. It's yeah, true. I mean, honestly, I was going to say, talking about this right now, I kind of agree with Pete. Yeah. I kind of agree with Pete You just be in the museum here. chilling. 
And you could literally be night at the museum every night, dude, chilling. Do you, do you think? Do you think that if Woody knew about his whole Toy Story Four adventure with Forky, that he would just been like, "Yeah, I'm going to the museum." Yeah, probably. Probably. I think he would have too. Yeah. I think he would have said, "Yeah, I'm not fucking doing this." I'm yeah, going to, I'm going to the museum. Okay, that's that's yeah, a good I think, answer. I think going in the store would just be like a pretty easy layup for them, like in Al's Toy Barn. Mm-hmm. They already kind of did like a, a mall. Then you could have it where it's like, oh, now you're at like Al's apartment or whatever. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you could do whatever, really, you know? Yeah. That's also like another way they could bring back the idea that I had about them doing like a boss fight of a toy, but it's like Sephiroth or like, you know, like yes. Al just collects toys, right? And it's like, yo, here, oh shit. Uh, he's also he's... low key a weeb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, there's a Goku toy here, you know? He's a neckbeard. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, that's a good answer. Uh, my answer for Envy is Emperor's New Groove. Ooh, okay. Because okay. I think uh, Yzma definitely envies the position oh, yeah. that Kuzco's in. She wants to be the Emperor, right? Dude, that'd be sick. Um, and this is actually a really dog shit idea. <laughs> and here's why. Because okay. the whole conceit of Emperor's New Groove is that Kuzco gets turned into a llama, right? Yeah. I know how much people loved being a lion in Lion King. Oh, no. So here's here's the conceit oh, no, of this. this is a dog shit idea. <laughs> Sora is also a llama. No. And you team up with Kuzco and uh, Pacha and... You go across the journey of the world with them. And, but what's dope is after, you know, I don't remember how that movie resolves, but I know Kuzco's not a llama anymore. Uh, when Kuzco gets turned into back into his regular form, so does Sora. Mm, and then okay. when you fight the boss fight, you get to just be your regular form. Mm, okay okay but there's a bunch of dog shit on the way there you have to do <laughs> and, it, and it, it takes away all your abilities and no it's pretty dog shit but i just think that would be cool uh i i don't really have a good idea for envy being involved but um you know obviously she's just she's just maybe her and yzma are hanging out with Kronk. dude as long as whatever that like bug or beetle or whatever that they break open and like slurp it up when they're in the restaurant, mm-hmm. as long as that's animated and in the game, I don't care, dude. Yep. Turn me I into a llama. It'd be funny if Kronk did the wrong lever bit on Envy. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And they're Definitely. both like, wrong lever! <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's a stealth sequence with Kronk where you play as Kronk. No. Except you don't have to actually just do every it. Every bad mechanic in the game, Any, dude. Anytime, anytime he, you're gonna think you're gonna get caught, you just go up against the wall, and it works every time. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. That's a goaded bit. <laughs> just up against the wall, dude. It, it, you never can movie. get caught. You never can get caught as long movie. as you do that. It's a good ass movie, dude. Uh okay, so I, I'm up next for the next one and next yes. up is Gluttony with uh Ragu and uh, Goulash. AKA Goulash, aka Gula, aka the worst foreteller. True. And Gluttony is his and see this is the thing. This could be greed as well, right? Like the, yeah, you yeah. know, it's the same thing. It's but, overconsumption of anything. But whether it's like just wanting more. 
the consumption part of it made me think a bug's life. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. And because Hopper yeah. in a bug's life, you know, they're get, they're taking all that food from the ants as like payment to like protect them, right? Tribute. But then they just you extortion. Know, they just they just want all the food for themselves, you know? And yeah, and they just so, want to be lazy. And then you add in the fat caterpillar who is a glutton yeah. himself. And he's kind of a villain. He's a bit of a villain. <laughs> I do think that uh Donald, that's what Donald would look like and Goofy would look like the stick bug, but um, <laughs> You're telling me he's not the ladybug? Like the Donald, you're right, Donald's, Donald's ladybug, not the ladybug. Right. Donald's the ladybug and Goofy's the stick bug. Yeah. And yeah. then Sora Sora's just another ant. Yeah, definitely, like definitely. Um but I think that also that'd be a sick that'd be boss cool. fight. Yeah. I, I think that'd be a sick boss fight with Hopper where um you know you're fighting him. And then also, like, you're trying to, um, you know how there's that scene where Hopper releases the food and kills the, the grasshopper to make an example? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're trying to, like, release those to, like, to, like, take down Hopper and, like, bury him in nuts or whatever? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I think that would be cool. Um, Dude, it, it, what would be really cool is if it was almost, like, grounded as far as, like, what your size is or whatever. Right, like, right, it would feel what, a lot, like, grounded. Yes. I almost picked Honey, I Shrunk the Kids for, for that mm. same deal. Okay, th- okay. This is the best of both worlds because you get to be, it's yeah. a much better movie, and you get to be, like, a cool bug, too. Um, True. And the Bugs True. Life video game, dude, I think Never it's for the it. 64. Shit is dope. Might have to check it out. You might have to check that shit out, dude. It's fucking dope. Anyway, uh... <laughs> So yeah, that's what I and as far as how Ragu's involved, I'm sure he'd like show up and be like, Oh, gross bugs. <laughs> I hate everything, including bugs, you know. And yeah. he wouldn't really be helpful to either. He'd be side. like afraid of spiders for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. What's your uh what's your pick for Ragu? Okay, mine, dude. I'm actually I'm actually kinda hype about this one. It's gluttony, right? Mm-hmm. Wally. Oh, interesting. Because everybody in there is being gluttonous as hell, dude. Uh-huh. They're so big, their bones have condensed, bro. Yeah. But interesting. Basically, you know, with everyone being lazy as hell. And plus, it's like I just think it would be cool. I don't I, I don't know if they would like would Sora and them be robots? Like, I don't know. I just think it would be yeah. cool to figure out how they could do it. But I also just really like the idea of a said talking to Otto, which is like, you know, the AI that controls it and him just being It'd like, be Ira, what is be... your role to the, to, to Wait, the AI of the ship? Why would it be a said? Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I had I had moved this shit around because uh, I originally had it as a said. I think that would be cool because it was like like I thought of it as <laughs> sloth. But with Gula, the, well, I was I was flip flopping on whether I wanted it to be Gula or a said. So but basically, spoiler, I picked Wally for a said. <laughs> but yeah, um, with Gula, I feel like he would definitely just be like, oh, you know, rather than people, you know, like these people are safe. Like, you know, Otto is keeping them safe and Gula could like I, I could see him being like, yeah, it's better for them to be safe than to, you know, go do whatever they want. Like, and like right. live a full life, basically. Oh, they're safe. Like, it's whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see Gula being like, "Yeah, 
I'm smarter than everyone. This is just better for them. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so we got Wrath. For me, Ira. Incredibles 2. Okay. Okay. So the, the bad guy, it. her name's Screen Slaver, okay? And she wants revenge. For people who haven't seen it, she wants revenge because she believes that, like, the reason that her parents died is because of superheroes, right? And then, like, mm-hmm. her and her brother, like, her brother is like, oh, if superheroes were there, they would have saved her, saved our parents, like, in a good way. But she's like, they weren't fucking there. Fuck the superheroes, right? Right. I'm sure she's also in reality. I'm just trying to see fucking Elastigirl in cage for <laughs> mommy. <laughs> mommy. I'm just trying to see Elastigirl. Let's hey, be real. At least you're being okay, okay, honest. Okay, okay, okay. At least you're being seriousness, honest. In all seriousness, I do think Ira would be thinking that the heroes should have to have people that they report to. Basically, like, if Iron Man was not cool, right? Like, heroes need to be kept in check type shit. And then also, like, taunting Sora, being like, yeah, you've never had to answer to anybody. How do you know what you've done hasn't, like, caused destruction that there isn't some screen slaver who hates you? Right. Right, no, but I get also, it. Elastigirl, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my answer for this one is um, I had to put Star Wars in somewhere, and so I picked the Mandalorian because I do. Mm. I, I think it'd be pretty hype if they went Mando instead of like an traditional yeah. Star Wars. Um, and uh, what's the uh, uh, what's the name Talk of the Moff Gideon or yeah, Moff Gideon? Thank you. I, I was I was gonna say the real actor's name. And I was I was also gonna say the guy from Breaking Bad and the guy Gustavo from, a, Fring, yeah Gustavo <laughs> Fring and uh, G- Giancarlo Esposito and you know I was gonna say everything but fucking Moff Gideon, yeah. Uh, but you can call me Gus. So you know there's some wrath there in the way that he's trying to, and this one's kind of loose. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I just wanted yeah, to put yeah. Mandalorian in. Uh, he he's Facts. hunting down the Jedi. You know, yeah. Um, and, but also the Mandalorian himself, the Mando we know, he's got some, he's got some issues with certain groups of people as well, right? For and sure. So to me, that makes some sense. I could see Ira standing next to Moff Gideon and just being like, yeah, fucking annihilate these dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> like this is the right thing. I promise, you know, and Moff Gideon's like, hell yeah. Right. And I, you know, I, I think they could do. I mean, obviously, Mandalorian three season three will be out by then, um, but they won't be using that, right? Because that would I, it would have to be one or two. Yeah. I, well, I think they they are far enough in the development cycle or, where they probably have the worlds finalized. I I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah, so I I just think that would be cool. Um, and again, not 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 the most convincing pick from a this exercise standpoint just from the standpoint yeah. of this that would be fucking cool in Kingdom Hearts 4 and we know we that's know fair. Star Wars is going to be there in some way that's fair I, I don't actually think it's going to be the Mandalorian but that's my hope for it because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Mandalorian is easily my favorite Star Wars thing that's come out at any time recently and and I just think the old stuff would be weird at this point but that's a that's a topic for another podcast uh and then now we're at Sloth where I spoilers picked Wall-E Yep. The names yep. the names Wale. Don't say Wally. That, just kidding. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh and for a lot of the reasons you already said, because like I said, like we said earlier, sloth and gluttony, kind of the same thing. 
Yeah, um, there's there's similarities. And to be honest, I haven't seen Wally in a very long time. But I just really I like also... the da, 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 that shit's hype. <laughs> Wally singing it too. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, but I will say, I also had the fun idea in my head of a. The reason I questioned you when you said a set earlier, I was like, wait, I thought of that. It was a said yelling at the fucking robot for some reason. <laughs> you know, just Wally, and he's like, "Who are you? You tell me." You know, like just just a said yelling at any Disney character, I think, is going to be peak comedy. Um, True. You know, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like some Drax shit. You know, it is. It is. If they ever <laughs> if they ever make a Foretellers movie, uh, Batista should play a said. Oh, definitely. That would be hype. Ooh, maybe that's another that's another episode. Who would play the Foretellers in a live in action live action Kingdom Hearts cover movie? Yeah, Batista can be a said. Uh, anyway, uh, I believe it's your turn for sloth now. For me, so I, I I switched this last minute, and that's why I, I fucked up because mm-hmm. I was like m- moving them around. Because I was like, okay, Frozen Two's got to be in it, right? Like, right. and so I was like, I want to put in Frozen Two, so I put Frozen Two because it's like King Runard. I don't I don't know how to say it. I've never seen it, but basically yeah, he's like Elsa and Anna's grandpa. And I chose him for Sloth because with like Sloth, you know you. You don't care about anything, you know, uh, it's shown as having like, like neglect or just no consideration for yourself or the people around you. And that's pretty much how he is for his family. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck about his family. Like he just wants to do what he wants to do. Right. And yeah. And I, I just think, I think frozen deserves to have a better entry in kingdom hearts. <laughs> than in cage three yeah because it could have well. been done so much better yeah so i agree and i i i don't know a ton about frozen 2 but i would assume there's more than just hey you know the entire world in this area is completely frozen <laughs> you know like i would assume there's more than just ice and snow everywhere in frozen 2 anyway uh what's your what's your answer for uh the final one which is pride <laughs> Which we agreed uh, this with one, the Master I didn't really try on this one, honestly. Uh, we because said, I was just like quadratum, you know? Like. Yeah. So I went one step further and said that it's actually Game Central Station, so to speak. Mm, okay. Wreck It Ralph. I can see that. Um, you know, like we you talked about King Candy earlier. He is yeah. a uh uh a, a prideful dude prideful dude and someone who just has committed a lot of war crimes and i think the master of masters and him would vibe together <laughs> yeah uh, probably uh, i just like quadratum and like whoever whoever the bad guy is for yozora like i'd assume yozora would just be there with us as right. like a as your party member and then you know whoever the bad guy is that they've made up for that like whatever the right the Arden lookalike is or something you know? or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my thing was like, they don't go to Ralph's world. It's just game central station, which is where in my head they're doing all this, going to all these places. Yeah. And he's just kind of control. I, I'm lumping quadratum and that together, you know? So yeah, that, that's what I would think as well is that it's something, you know, if they're going to tie Disney world to it, it would be Ralph. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. So that was a fun exercise, Jason. Uh, yeah. Took us, we had a lot more to say about it than I thought we would. Um, 
But now uh, I, I'm actually going to go take a piss real quick, and then we'll do the question. Of the week. <laughs> because uh, I really, I, I've been, I was holding my piss, and then I was like, oh, I was looking at some of these answers, and I was like, oh, Christ in heaven, I need to go pee before we do this. So <laughs> I'm going to go do that real quick. I'll be right back. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. Come to the darkness. So there's this uh, thumbnail that I keep seeing on YouTube, Jay. Yeah. And it's like this this uh, YouTube channel's like game of the year, like podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the thumbnail says, who would win? A literal god, and it shows Kratos. And then it says, a stinky grandpa, and it shows the garlic grandpa from Vampire Survivors. <laughs> A stinky, a stinky grandpa. <laughs> All right, Jason. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me sit up. Yeah, sit up. Because you know what it's time for? No. It's time for the... Question of the... Thank you, thank you to Aphroxus. Hello, sir. You're uh, quite the musician. We love you. Uh, this week's question of the week, Jason, is from me, and I regret it. <laughs> and it's basically just the exercise we just did, uh, but for you guys to do. So, um, and some Without of you. Without further ado. <laughs> well, hold on. I gotta take a drink. Hold on. I, I wasn't. I shouldn't have been ready. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, you need. You need. I need some you gotta wet your whistle for this my, shit, dude. My life, dude. You gotta Doc. wet your whistle. I just realized how uncomfy of a phrase that is. Wet, wet your, your whistle. whistle. Yeah, it's kind of uncomfy. Wet your whistle. Wet your whistle. It's, it's, it almost kind of sounds like a cat call. <laughs> so, starting first, uh, now that we're done talking about wetting our whistle, is Pokemon Trainer J. And they say, okay, Ava being in slash Link to Moana's world is a good idea. True. We're diving into some shows and probably never going to happen. St- stuff that's probably never going to happen. So, Ava agreed as above. Luju Lust is the hunchback of Notre Dame. Frollo sings <laughs> is I want to bang slash burn the gypsy song. Easy. <laughs> true. True. Uh, for NB, easy layup. Yeah, that, that one's an easy layup. For Envy and Kanto, Mirabelle doesn't show it at first, but is envious of everyone else has special powers, and she doesn't. Okay, okay. I've seen that one. Uh, Gluttony, difficult one, but I'll go with a Muppet Christmas Carol. Scrooge collecting all the money, eating whatever food he wants while not caring about the surplus population. Gives a Santa Kingdom Hearts for Sora, too. That's true. That's a good point. That's true. That's a really good point. I, Tara and I watched him up at Christmas Carol on, around Christmas, and man, what a great fucking movie. I don't, I don't... I haven't seen it in a long time. I hadn't either, and I used to watch it all the time as a kid, and I actually... I, I, I don't I know if I said anything Muppets in a long time. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I definitely said it on stream. I had this memory, core memory unlocked, where um, there's this part where... Don, you know, because the, the whole... Donald, holy shit. The whole movie, Gonzo, <laughs> and... Donald and Gonzo kind of fit the same thing for me. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Similar vibes. Gonzo and Rizzo. Gonzo's like the narrator of the story, and they're like constantly watching it on the characters as stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. And there's this one point where they're trying to climb a fence to get to where Scrooge is or whatever. 
and Rizzo is about to jump off the fence, and Donald, or Donald, Jesus, Gonzo already jumped down, <laughs> and uh, Gonzo's like, I'll catch you, and Rizzo doesn't want to do it, and then finally, right before he jumps, he goes, God bless my broken body, and he jumps. <laughs> and then he jumps. He jumps, and he lands in this, like, bucket of water, like, frozen water, because it's snowing outside, and I had this core memory where I used to stand on my couch as a kid and go, God bless my broken body, and jump off the couch, and then laugh, <laughs> and I do it over and over. It was like I was telling Tara about it. She's like, "You're an insane person." I was like, "I was a kid." Funny. Dude, that, that reminds me of a core memory that I have of. Uh, it, I it I didn't think of it the first time you said it, but we used to do a similar thing, but it was for Cat in the Hat, and mm. it was the part where he chops off his tail. Yeah, I remember you guys. And we used would to do, that. do yep. the son of a but, and we would jump off the because. I don't know how we got it if, if someone gave it to us or if our my mom bought it and then like realized how ugly the couch was but we had this really ugly yeah, green pretty, couch with like floral ugly. on it yeah and so they were like you can jump on this couch you can do whatever the fuck you want to this couch right and so we were jumping on it and every type of thing yeah, yeah. that wow well, nice i remember you memory. guys doing that yeah anyway back to pokemon trader jay's answer uh <laughs> Ira Wrath, Star Wars. Everyone thinks of the wrath of Vader blowing up planets and force choking people, but he did it to find his son, you guys. Redeemed villain arc. True. Uh, for a said, Zootopia has literal sloths in it, <laughs> and Nick the Fox is happy grifting and not doing much initially. Mm, okay. And then, Master of Masters for Pride. Miraculous World, hear me out. Hawk Moth, the main villain, takes pride in the work he does, and to try and steal items and wants to bring back the dead Komud wife but I could see the master saying oh here's a data copy for you trying to choose all new worlds so mm. like miraculous world is that like the miraculous world of, of uh, I, I'm not familiar uh, with that I, I wasn't sure either honestly hold on I think that's the name of that show hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. I was not uh, I was just gonna act like I knew miraculous world Shanghai the legend of lady dragon Oh no, it is that. Okay. Miraculous World is like the a different ver like the spin-off of that show, because there's there's Ladybug. Mm. Right there. So okay. Okay, so it is. So I was right, but I was also wrong. Uh the voice actress for Miraculous Ladybug, Christina V. Woo hoo hoo hoo! Mommy. Hey yo. Anyway, uh <laughs> Kyrie's bro says. For Ava, we're going to do 101 Dalmatians. Who needs that many dogs? For Luju, we'll say Pocahontas, and he types out Poke-a-hot-ass. <laughs> For Envy, Snow White, the evil queen, Jealous AF. True. Ragu, Ratatouille, food, obviously. Hmm, okay, okay. Ira, Wonderland, off with Ira's horn. <laughs> Okay. said Zootopia. They got sloths in that movie, and a set is a bear. <laughs> okay, yeah. And Master of Masters, Beauty and the Beast. No one prides like Gaston. Mmm. Yeah. yeah, dude. They gotta. They gotta put Gaston in a an actual game, not no fucking mobile game. Yeah, true. He deserves more than he that. Deserves more than that. So Billy the Kid has a fucking dissertation that I'm gonna read here. <laughs> My and I, know, I know it's long because I saw I I don't typically look at the question of the week answers but I saw people in this in here going geez Billy wow Billy after he did his so here we go 
I'm only answering for one world slash foreteller because as I began to answer, the idea just grew into me explaining the whole world's plot. I have so oh, this many is more only ideas, one world. but I'll save them for later. I've elaborated slightly on this idea before. I'm just now fleshing out sort of, albeit me not being a great writer, but here we go with apologies to Mike for the sheer amount of worlds. In a words? small... Wait, did I say worlds? Yes. Yeah. Words, small amount of words. <laughs> I was gonna say, I say one world or many. <laughs> what it's we it's one world, one under many skies or whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> many worlds, but they all share the same sky. In a small hub world area, Sword Donald Goofy meets scientist Wayne Zelensky from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, He's working Jesus. on his new shrink machine. This is this long of Honey, I Shrunk the <laughs> Kids? Christ. What type of madness am I about to dive into? Unfortunately, the machine is broken. Sora and friends use a combination of magic and gummy blocks to help fix it. They help him test it out, only to find out they overdid it and fixed it beyond its normal functions. So not only are they shrunk, but they're sent to another world without their ship. They enter the world of a bug's life. Via Donald's magic, Sora is now a red fire ant, Donald's a fly, <laughs> and Goofy's a stick bug. They start out in... Ant Islands meeting Flick, the protagonist of Bugs Life, and fellow ants. They save his ant colony from some evil bugs and not the kind they put in Riku. Flick admires them as warriors and thanks them, given that they had never dealt with such powerful bugs before. Not Heartless, perhaps a new enemy type originating from Quadratum? Flip jokes about Flick jokes about being thankful that they aren't circus bugs this time. Wanting to return the favor and help them find a way home, he travels with them to Bug City for potential answers. Just like in the movie, they use <coughs> dandelions to float down and start their journey. <laughs> On the way to the city, they encounter many buggy enemies and even a big bird boss, the bird from the film, as well as getting the unsettling feeling that someone's watching them. Multiple times, Sora feels like something flies over their heads. Also during these moments, many smaller dandelions float down out of the group, causing mild annoyance, but also peak curiosity. After mentioning their plans to reach Bug City out loud to each other once again, Someone or something that was indeed watching them from the shadows flies away at fast speed, leaving behind a single dandelion. Upon reaching Bug City, the group almost immediately finds trouble when a sizable gang of hungry and greedy grasshoppers attack them, wanting Sora's Keyblade, as well as revenge on Flick for what happened to Hopper and how it caused their gang's downfall. The grasshoppers are endured, endued with magic and tech, the kind that can apparently temporarily steal a Keyblade, like Zeozora, Providing, proving more formidable than previous monsters of the world. While majority of them are defeated, a very quick trio of sly grasshoppers manage to snatch the Keyblade off of Sora with their newfound power, and they fly away both with it and Flick before anyone can stop them. Ain't Strong, no way. The team ponders what to do. <laughs> the grasshoppers wielding the Keyblade, bruh. <laughs> a jobber one. It's not even like yeah. a named grasshopper. Right. Not even the one named Hopper. <laughs> yeah. They mention poor old Flick, and it is time that they meet with Flick's circus troop buddies who are putting on a show in the city soon. They hear the mention of Flick's kidnapping and are drawn to help out. Among them is Molt, Hopper's younger brother, who was reformed at the end of the Bugs Life movie, joining the circus. Hearing of the crew's woes with the grasshoppers, he reluctantly offers the idea to help go undercover in the grasshopper's lair, pretending to want back in with the bad hoppers so as to earn their trust, save Flick, and get them to spill the beans on where they took the keyblade. He wants to do as much good as he can to right the wrongs he did in the name of his brother's greed. Dawning Grasshopper disguises via Donald's magic. Sora, Francis the Ladybug, and Manny the Praying Mantis travel with Bolt to the Grasshopper's lair, while the other bugs stay and learn and use some magic and other skills via Donald and Goop. Seven Samurai slash Mulan style. 
Sora builds and now wields a crappier weapon made from literal trash instead of his beloved key, but at least endued with magic and is formidable <laughs> due to the homie's help. The troop awaits their turn. Billy, this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Flick is now being made to be a circus clown himself for the grasshopper and some flies entertainment. Both Sora and friends pretend to laugh and ridicule Flick's misfortune. This helps the grasshopper stupidity stupidly trust Molt again. Hesitant to share anything with him at first, Molt ultimately gets the grasshoppers to reveal that, the, that a beautiful butterfly hired them to get Sora's Keyblade in exchange for all the food they could want alongside vengeance against Flick. They inform Molt that she resides in the ig, igni, enigmatic Dandelion Forest. Our heroes reveal their true intent, <laughs> fighting off the now powerless hoppers and freeing Flick from their clutches. With the newfound information and Flick rescued, they return to the circus bugs. Circus troop bugs. Did I say circus troop? I meant warrior tribe. As the former pawns of P.T. Flea, Flick and Hopper's Greed are now officially trained warriors under the leadership of Don Goofy, ready to fight against this new enemy that messed with their friends. Jesus Christ, Billy. So Sora, Donald, Goofy, Flick, Mole, and the Bug Warrior tribe all make Kingdom their Hearts way would to Dandelion Forest. would never have this many cutscenes for one Disney World. This is bullshit. <laughs> After fighting many dandelion-themed bug enemies, they reach what appears to be a rather normal-looking home with pristine architecture, architecture, not akin to any bug's homes they'd ever seen. They demand whoever's inside to come out. Out from a hole in the roof flies an immensely beautiful blue, white, and pink-colored butterfly, surrounded in aura with floating dandelions all around her. She demands they all leave her be. Sora denies her demands, angry with her taking the Keyblade, and leaps upward with his new weapon at her. She, using the magic tech from before, has made her own weapon that is a combination of colorful staffs of sorts and Sora's Keyblade. The weapon shoots magical dandelion projections, projectiles, while acting as a blunt force as well. Sora is knocked back down easily. Billy, every time I feel like every time I scroll down, it gets longer. <laughs> like, is he adding to it as I read? <laughs> Before anyone else can attack, the butterfly summons the final bust of the world, a giant fox, who enters by tearing away at the forest, leaving only a battlefield of destroyed dandelions, dirt and grass, and some dandelions sticking out of the ground akin to the keyblades in the keyblade graveyard, except with dandelions. The boss battle is against both the fox and the butterfly. With no keyblade to use, Sora relies on his new weapon and the rest of the brave warriors alongside him to defeat this enemy. After the fight, the group causes a distraction for the butterfly with the fox. It allows Sora to sneakily use magic to disable the hold the butterfly has on keyblade, rendering her useless as Sora wields his beauty once more. He uses the key... <coughs> Sorry, I choked up my spit. He uses the keyblade to strike <laughs> her from behind one final time, thus... Also annoyingly vanquishing one of the 13 true darknesses from existence as it evaporates from her body and explodes what? after the blow. What? I don't know if that's how it'll work with the darknesses per se, but sure, why not? What? The butterfly groans in agony, the darkness's death shielding her from her true death herself as she begs for the fox to not be her anymore. Sora recognizes the bond she shares with this fox alongside the darkness that left her and tells everyone to stop. Sora asks who the butterfly is and why she won the Keyblade. She changes form from butterfly to human, she, she reveals herself as former foreteller and master of the dandelions, Ava. She tells how she was banished here a long time ago, unable to what? wield a keyblade of her own anymore. She was probably banished here in particular as a cruel irony due to the world's abundance of dandelions as punishment for her greed resonating from the true darkness within her. What convoluted reason, aside from the cruel irony, is there to send her here? I don't know, but I like it. I think we're on the last three paragraphs. Her heart, now bound to this world in particular via some spell from the Master of Masters or whoever for years, she yearned for a way off this world, choosing the Dandelion Force as her home and bonding with a stray fox as her only one true friend, she being an outcast amongst the many bugs she encountered along the way. No matter how 
much magic or technology advantages she discovered that helped make her stay in this world more comfortable, she could still never leave it. This made the true darkness within her grow and grow. Some of this darkness infected the fox friend of hers as well, as it remained loyal to her always. When Sora and, for friends and his friends alive arrived, she was flying and noticed the Keyblade as they traveled to the city and thought this was her one chance to potentially use the Keyblade to free her heart from this world's hold once and for all. The darkness made her think irrationally, thus the world's events playing out how they did. She apologizes for letting the darkness win over in her heart. She cries as this fucking fire ant Sora lifts her chin up with his little creepy Pixar bug hand. Riz? Riz? She looks at Sora as he smiles and says, Look, if that's all you wanted, Ava, you could have just asked. <laughs> Ava is dumbfounded and still in tears. Sora backs up a bit with a keyblade and creepy Pixar bug hand. She stands. Sora uses the keyblade to free her of the spell that bound her heart to this world. She hugs Sora and thanks him to no end. Down Goofy heal Ava's fox friend. Flick reunites fully with the circus, I mean warrior buddies, as they all say they should go celebrate. Sora says to have fun, but it's time for them to go figure out a way out of here. They say goodbyes as Sora offers Avin the Fox to come to the Realm of Light or wherever with them. She agrees just then with the most convenient timing, a portal in the sky opens up, and we hear Wayne Zelinsky's voice shout out for them to hurry and return through some... <laughs> I forgot this is <laughs> fucking no, honey, fuck. I just the kids. Uh, fuck. We periodically cut to him throughout the world trying to fix the situation and goofy shenanigans to no avail up to this point. They all enter through the portal, sa safe and sound back in Wayne's lab, only they're all still so tiny, with the exception of the Fox, who is normal-sized Fox now. Wayne fixes them all immediately, keeping the fox at his normal size. Ava now being able to m more comfortably cuddle with her cute and furry little friend. The rest of the game then plays out as it would. I spent a legit three hours and 27 minutes exhausting myself flushing out the scenario. So Why? I hope you enjoyed some of it at least. Why? I would think it would make a neat story and pretty fun world. And let's be real. Gypsy, Rosie, the Queen, Princess Ada, Butterfly Master Ava, they'd all be bugs for sure. But they'd still be... Mommies. <laughs> Billy, I like the concept, but why are you describing that she would cuddle with the fox friend? I don't need to know about car cuddling with the fox friend after. It's an implied cuddle. <laughs> There's implied cuddling. Thank you, Billy. You could have shaved an hour. You could have saved an hour in real life. <laughs> Not talking about the fox. Up next, we have Bamboo, who says, Bro, if we're going off seven deadly sins, let's just throw full metal alchemist into the mix already. But for real, uh, make Abba's world just Walt Disney Studios, Omega Lol. <laughs> but for real, for real, a Wreck-It Ralph world would be cool. It could be a good lesson about greed because everyone's after metals and shit and can't think of anything for lust outside of Hunchback, which was already done, LOL. <laughs> you could see more of Rapunzel for Envy. Her hair grows back in the TV show, so maybe some villains plus Envy could be after that shiny hair. Mm, okay. Ragu eats Remy the Rat. Oh, my God. Let's see a Lilo and Stitch world, an actual world featuring yes. Jumba and Iris Wrath. A said can go sloth himself. I don't fucking know. Finally, <laughs> Master of Masters, united with the ultimate source of pride and thaws out Walt Disney himself. And then Walt dies of shock because the 21st century has too much equal rights for him to handle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. That was that was a roller coaster, Bamboo. Banger list. <laughs> uh, Alex says, time for my college thesis on Disney World. All right, so start off with a world about greed, Moana. 
Maui wants that fucking hook and he doesn't give a rat's ass about Moana or Sora and wants to dip but can't because one, literally everyone's going to die if he does and two, you can't leave the main characters and expect a good result. Fuck you, Maui. Also throw the crab in there because we got to keep the crab bit going. For Lust, okay, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy because I want Gamora to fucking kill me. <laughs> okay. Same. Uh... For Envy, Incredibles, Syndrome wanted to be like Mr. Incredible, so he went insane and wanted to become society's wake-up call that superheroes are dangerous, talking about how their heroic deeds just make things worse and worse, putting everyone mm. and themselves in danger. Kind of like how Sora, doing all the time travel and heart-jumping stuff to try and save Kyrie and screwing himself over, I haven't watched Incredibles in forever, so if that's wrong, then I'm a fucking idiot, LMAO. Yeah, Gluttony. I mean, in trying to save everybody, he kind of did just like... Make it so they're all coming after him anyways, you know? If, if we're all super, no one is. For Gluttony, <laughs> do a real Ratatouille world. Make Sora a rat. Make the cooking minigames games hard oh, as shit. Rat. And turn it into a Metal Gear Solid-ass stealth game. Have the chef no. be the final boss. No. For Wrath, do Star Wars. Vader literally fucking blows the planets because he lost custody to his kid, and it's funny as shit. Dude, I just realized... I should have said, uh, in order to make it even more weird with, like, you know, the different Mickey worlds and stuff and the timelines and shit. Mickey and the just Beanstalk? Just do Mickey and the Beanstalk, dude. For either greed or gluttony, it would work. I just need to hear, I'm gonna eat it And Donald trying to murder the cow. Who's like a cow. Like, just a... Like a cow cow. Like, not like a talking cow. Not like a sow sow, but a cow cow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what well, well, a reference that nobody's going to understand. <laughs> a Dynasty Warriors changing of the name reference. Sow sow. Uh, for Sloth, uh, I don't know, Zootopia, because there are Sloths. I'm not original. I'm sorry, Kyrie's bro. And now for the most <laughs> important one Pride, the master of Master Sin, the final boss world. Everything is at stake. Everyone is going to fucking die. So what world is going to symbolize such a dangerous sin? The Simpsons. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Uh, up next, we have Phil Games. This question gave me an excuse to rewatch the Amazing Sins of the Foreteller series by Landy Lodge. Yo. So now after having done my research, I have some answers. I'm basing most of these on the attributes of the main villains of each movie. Potential spoilers for all the movies I mentioned, by the way. For Gluttony and Gula, we have Coco. This is one that I'm okay. most sure about the connection between the sin and the villain. Gluttony for fame and recognition made Ernesto de la Cruz so selfish that he was willing to murder his best friend to get it. Plus, by all accounts, this is already one of the most likely worlds to be in Cage 4 anyway because of the whole Land of the Dead thing. True. Uh, a scholar? A scholar. <laughs> gentleman and a scholar. For Ira, we have Encanto. Ira and the grandmother of this movie are actually very similar in that they're both leaders of a group of people who are threatening to break apart, and they both fail miserably at trying to keep them together. Mmm, okay, okay. For Luju, we have Toy Story 3. I really wanted to put a set here because haha, Bear Man teams up with Bear Man, but that didn't really fit. So instead, I'll say that Lotso's core motivation could be interpreted as lust. Not sexual, you Cretans, that's just an <laughs> intense desire for affection. This admittedly is a bit of a stretch, but I'm sure Nomir would love the chance to make Toy Story one of the most important worlds again by putting Luju in it. Mm, true, true. For the Master of Masters, we have Wreck-It Ralph. This connection comes from the first movie's villain, King Candy, 
which would mean they would have to use the first movie story again. But does Union Cross really count for this? Let's say it doesn't. No. Also, I just Absolutely love not. the idea of the new main antagonist being involved in the world based on my favorite Disney movie. Please let me play Sugar Rush in Cage 4 and make it good Nomura Disney, I'm begging you. It'd be cool to have a kart racer with like Kingdom Karts, you know, that's Sugar Rush. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. These last three, I'm not so sure, so I'm I'm sure. Yeah. These last three, I'm not sure. I'm not as sure of, so I'm putting them somewhat <laughs> randomly with the other three movies I think like are most stroking. likely to get in the game based on very little I remember about them. For Ava, Moana for reasons that have always been already been mentioned. I said, Princess and the Frog, because I think the prince in this movie was negligent of his duties or something, but I could be totally wrong. Mm. Okay. And then okay. Envy, Frozen 2, because it's probably going to be in the game, but I haven't seen it yet, so IDK. Mm. Edit. Heck, I forgot about Star Wars, so uh, let's make Wreck-It Ralph the hub slash minigame world and put Master Masters in Star Wars, because let's be real. If he's at all involved in non-original worlds, that's probably be well. Yeah, it's probably where he'll be. I cannot talk. This is your <laughs> fault, Billy. I would say I would say it's like between Star Wars and like something Marvel. If if Master Master shows up somewhere, right? Chetzel says I'm actually familiar with a lot of Disney movies, themes, and stories. So this is an exciting question for me. I'll try to answer with worlds that are likely to appear in Cage Four. For Ava, I will say the inevitable Frozen Two world. Considering that movie has themes of uncovering the truth about a violent past and the sacrifices that one female character had to do to keep people safe, I say it fits her character. For Luju, I will say the princess and the frog. Almost every character in the movie desires something passionately, be it something good or something evil, so it fits the sin of lust. Basilier is also very much like Luju. Hmm. For Envy, I will say Zootopia. I see the parallels between her and the villain in the movie. They're both sidekicks to the main leader who operates on their own and also worsens the situation for everyone, leading to a divide between their group. For Gula, I will say Coco. The villain of the movie is a traitorous glutton, and the movie features a lack of trust within the main family, which lines up with Gula not trusting anyone. Mmm. Ira belongs in the Star Wars galaxy. He's fairly similar to the old Jedi Order. He's an incompetent leader with terrible diplomacy skills, causes more problems than he solves, and does it all under some weak idealism. His sin of wrath also fits a galaxy consumed by war. Wow, dude. dude really facts. roasting the Jedi there. Facts. But they're facts. And roasting Hera, too. Right. I said I would say Moana. He's basically the worst version of what Maui could have become. He's brat as he's brash, arrogant, and a powerful man who doesn't feel like helping anyone but himself. Maui got better. I said didn't. And finally, Master Masters is probably going to be Quadratum, but that's boring, so I'm going to say the Marvel Universe. It's a universe filled with prideful warriors clashing with each other, and that's one of the... And one that's familiar with parallel di- per- parallel dimensions and worlds, just like Kingdom Hearts. The Master would know exactly what to do there. Sorry for the long answer, but this question was really good, and I wanted to get creative. No, thank you, yeah, that, was, that was good. That, that was, was a good banger. answer. You didn't, you didn't tell me about the cuddling of the fox. <laughs> I'm getting a bit tongue-tied, though, guys. I'm doing my best, I promise. Kerosene says, This is sounding more like Full Metal Alchemist with the Seven Deadly Sins. Square definitely hit hard on that anime anyways. Back to the original question. Only worlds that fit commercially are Lilo and Stitch with Moana on the same island. Give us Wall-E world because they'll be dark and bleak, just how KH likes to play with the light and dark themes. Last noticeable addition is Encanto. This movie has so much bangers and is litty like a titty. 
Maribel <laughs> is such a great side character for Sora's development. Shows a lot about family relationships and love for the community. I can see great Keyblades being made in the future from these wonderful franchises. Mike put Tara back on because her insight on new Disney lore would be a new segue <laughs> explaining if the new movie is goaded or boated and is meant to sink down. What? <laughs> I, I don't think you answered the question at all. No. <laughs> no. Not a single foreteller was even mentioned. Or a deadly sin. But I like the answer still somehow. So, somehow, somehow you still you still won, Kerosene. Good job. So somehow it was still a banger answer. <laughs> Goated or boated? <laughs> That's fucking hype. I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> I'm gonna start making like video essays on YouTube, really long ones. They're like I think people are gonna think boated means like best of all time, but it just means it should sink. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought maybe they meant gloated or blo- goaded or bloated, mm. but then no, the sink down definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna title my videos. Was Castlevania goaded or boated? <laughs> Thank you, Kerosene. Sean says my answer to this question is that I hope that the devs that the devs even considered doing this. I hope Maleficent appears in the world associated with lust, though, Smilers. <laughs> you, you cheeky, cheeky. Cheeky. I mean, yeah, I, I, I hope that they consider it with where they put them, I guess. I don't know. I, I, like we were saying earlier, a set doesn't really fit Sloth to me, but... No. Yeah. Well, well anyways... Honey Biscuit says, first question of the week, and I'm so excited. Welcome, Honey Biscuit. Thank you for answering. Yes. I'd love to see a set in Brave. Good movie, and I'll die in this hill and fight every single one of you. In Brave, there was a man named Mordu, and he sought more strength to claim more of, king- mm. of the kingdom from his three brothers. So he went to a witch, just like how Ira went to the Master Masters, in order to get stronger and become the king. There are probably more parallels, but more importantly, Brave is in Kingdom Hearts 4. That'd be an answer. That'd be I like that. Uh, Vita says, I don't have a good answer for this one, but I think Emperor's New Groove could work for greed, pride, or envy, maybe even gluttony. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, all, like we said earlier, all the fucking sins are super similar. Right, they're they're all. (laughs) So it's not really a wrong answer. Yeah, kind of a trap made by, you know, whoever made them up. (laughs) Yeah, bit of a trap. I'm just saying, like, whoever like, made oh, up the sins. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I'm trying to avoid lust. Well, you did. You did gluttony. Sorry. <laughs> you're putting. You're putting. You're putting Christian prison or whatever. Uh, I guess that's hell, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, Christian you, prison is hell. Christian that's prison true. is hell. Oblivion uh, says, <laughs> my answer is maybe gluttony for Princess and the Frog. Due to Tiana being a cook and all the emphasis the movie puts on New Orleans black dishes, maybe even pride, as Naveen is embarrassed to be broke, embarrassed to be a frog. Also, Tiana mm. has a lot of pride of how hardworking she is and has a mix of envy to those who don't have to, as well as looking down on those who don't work the way she does. Plus, Tiana was outbid to get the building to eventually turn into a restaurant. This could also be envy to those more fortunate, especially Lottie, who was going to give her the money to pay for it, and the entire ball is paid for by her wealthy father, 
and it's why Naveen is marrying her for the money and why her father is targeted by Dr. Facilier. Honestly, a lot of these are stretches, but I really, 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 really want a princess in the frog world. That's fair. No, no, I, 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 I agree. I don't think that was a stretch. I think those were good. Huh. Yeah, and you, as you said, you could pretty much do it for any of them. Right. Right. They're, they're not seven deadly sins. They're more like seven guidelines. They're not really. What? <laughs> That's not what I was saying at all. <laughs> There's, you know, it's like, I, you know, don't do bad stuff. What? I was saying it could be any of the sins. I wasn't saying. No, no, you're right, dude. They're just guidelines. Uh, Angel says, also try to keep these in line with a Disney princess focus because of my personal hope that Kyrie gets to interact with other princesses of heart one day, LMAO. For Ira, Ira, however you want to say it, Frozen 2. Not really a fan of this movie's story, but exploring the conflict between the kingdom and the forest tribe and making the initial comparison between it and the conflict of the Daybreak-era Keyblade War would be neat. For Ava, okay. the Rescuers. Mainly hmm. because of Medusa's attempts to kidnap a literal child and use her to mine for valuable diamonds to get rich off of. But also because none of the foretellers really exemplified the sin they correspond to, and the primary plot of trying to save Penny feels like Ava's attempt to gather the dandelions together to escape the war. Something, something, saving children and having hope for the future. That's true. Mm. I, we, we've been we've been harping on the Assad one, but yeah, it's not like Ava's greedy. Yeah, she I think, is. I think Gula just personifies all seven. <laughs> I think it's just Gula. He's secretly the leader. Yeah. Uh, Envy and Kanto. Though the plot in the movie doesn't involve Mirabel getting a power, nor does a power validate her as a person, the concept TM of being the odd one out in a sea of exceptional people definitely probably reads that longing to be exceptional yourself cue the Kyrie parallels I'm already insane about this I said brave the connotations I have for sloth is less lazy and more a system that exists that I feel comfortable within and therefore I do not want to actively try and change my mindset regarding it and I'm starting at the interpersonal conflict at the beginning of this movie for that also bear and a said LMAO true I, I also was like, hmm, big bear mode. It could be a said. Right. <laughs> big bears. I mean, honestly, it should be brother bear. <gasps> nah, that movie's mid. That movie's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty bad movie. Sorry, guys. It, it's 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 kind of mid. I don't know who you're apologizing to. Apologizing to. I don't think anybody likes that movie. Uh, yeah. Gula said uh, for Gula inside out. I have, no, I, I have no clue how this sort of movie would even work in Kingdom Hearts, to be honest. But something about Joy wanting everything to be happy memories gives me gluttony vibes. All-consuming and cannot stop. Girl, I don't know. These were all hard enough. I give up for Luzu and Mom. I don't watch movies, apparently. I think you did great, Angel. Thank you. Fake fan. <laughs> Dengus Khan says, I have way too many ideas to type, so I'll just say my idea for the world's correlation with all the sins is Reno. Sora just goes to Reno in the end. Reno, the end, not in the end. The end. What? I, I don't know. Like Reno, Reno, Nevada? Like near Las Vegas? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Isn't that the name of somebody in like Final Fantasy VII or something? Yeah, like... he's the, one of the Turks. He's the guy that um, Cl uh, Quentin Flynn voiced originally. Oh, the red hair guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Axel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Egg says, I've got it, so do Tangled World again, right? But pull a cage 2 and bring back the villain without any attempted explanation at all. Gothel's back. We need to fight her this time. 
and I need to lose at least once, Smilers. <laughs> the sin connected to this world would be lust. Oh, don't ask okay. why. I don't have an answer. <laughs> Just popped into my head. <laughs> uh, SP Cat says, Your choice, Smilers. Oh, but for no. real, life is so busy, hard <laughs> to find time sometimes for the question of the week. Love you, boys. Aw. Thank you, SP. too. All right, we have a uh, unhinged answer. It's our final answer from, from Chris McKay. Uh, I've been sitting on this for a while, and I think I've got it. Wrath, Airbud. Josh deals with the feelings of rage and wrath over his father's death. I'm not making oh, this geez. up. Oh, Airbud, Sora, and the gang come in to teach him the power of friendship and help him overcome his thoughts of wrath. Greed. Okay, okay. Airbud, golden receiver. Wait a second. The Russians are overcome with greed when they decide to try and steal Airbud and bring <laughs> him to the circus. I am once again not making this up. Josh, Sora, and the gang save Airbud and beat down the Russians. Envy. Airbud, <laughs> world pup. In this Airbud classic, Buddy's puppies are stolen. One of the kidnappers, <laughs> Webster, kidnaps the puppies because she was envious and always wanted a puppy. After Sora beats the shit out of her, she has a change hmm. of heart. <laughs> Sloth Airbud Seventh inning fetch Rocky Raccoon is kidnapping the puppies Why do you this know so much about Airbud? In order Why to do you study know the so Bud much about Air To see if there's a genetic trait That allows them to be good at sports <laughs> Why do you know so much After a fight with Rocky Raccoon's heartless The gang reflects on the benefits Of training over slothness <laughs> Who could know This much about Airbud Gluttony Airbud spikes back I couldn't find a lot Why? about this movie. Let's just say Airbug eats hot dogs or something. <laughs> what? Lust. Air Buddies. The Air no, Buddies what? have a lust for winning, and this joke has gotten old, and I'm tired of looking up Airbud wikis. <laughs> All the plots are basically dog napping. Pride. Pride. House of Mouse. A multiversal variant of Mickey Mouse is the head of this nightclub. His pride in the club's status and popularity has turned him into a mob boss, heading an organized crime syndicate to take down every competitor club. Sora and the gang must take down the syndicate and take down the evil king before the House of Mouse becomes the world of mouse. Oh no. You know what really broke me, bro? What what broke you? Was the all the plots are basically dog napping yeah, in that parentheses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. What a question of the week this was, ladies and gentlemen. No hey, one, thank you. No one should know that much about air, but it's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. That's I, the eighth deadly sin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's, air, it's just air blood. Very uh very progressive of the writers of the Airbud franchise to make each movie about one of the deadly sins, you know? Yeah, yeah. Te teach kids a lesson when they're watching <laughs> watching those movies about dog napping. Um, oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So that's it for this week's question of the week. Um, I, we, we already answered the question of the week. Yeah. So I guess what we're on now is uh, what's next week's question of the week? We should have thought of this before because all, all the reading broke my mind. Yeah. The air bud. The first thing that popped in my mind is like, oh, what's like a trophy you want to see in Missing Link or I don't know. Will you wear a top hat? 
Y slash N. <laughs> Every answer is just a Y or an N. Don't explain. <laughs> Only one letter answer. <laughs> well, you wear a top hat. Y slash N. Circle the right one. <laughs> Who would who Anyone would win? who says N, banned. <laughs> who would Easy. win? A literal god or a stinky grandpa? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the... Is there, like, a moment or a move or, like, something that you'd want to see as a trophy that you could get? Like, oh, like, like, Roxas while he's at, like, the peak of his DM or whatever. Or, like, the homies just eating the, the sea salt ice cream or, like... Yeah, I I get, oh yeah, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. That's no, an easy no, I one. like it. I like it. I like we it. Need, we need a we need a less dense one yeah, this I week. Need, you I know? need one where Billy is just gonna say like one sentence. answer. <laughs> I'm begging Billy to just give me you a can sentence. maybe do like another one. Uh, End it with mommy. Everybody laughs. It's good. It's a good formula. <laughs> Press the laugh track. <laughs> you know, Billy, I'll answer your que- I'll answer for you right now. You know, I gotta pick the moment when Aqua was a mommy, and then boom. There you go. Type dude, it out. Why, why are you stealing his answer? Why are you taking Stamped. that from him, dude? Stamped. Done. Billy, why I did your answer. Why are you taking that from him, dude? That is, you should have learned uh, that. You shouldn't envy over and lust over and be greedy about and be gluttonous about and be wrathful about the answer. Don't forget prideful. Sloth, sloth is kind of like its own thing. Like, <laughs> Don't forget prideful. Yeah, yeah. Pride... Pride's just a matter of perspective, Mike. You want to be raffle about right now? Dude, let me know. You want to be raffle about right now? But there was, hasn't been you an and Air I had Bud this movie conversation on stream, years. I think, and I would I, I like <laughs> disagreed with you, but I've changed my mind. What's the deal with Jenna Ortega? Why? Why do we care? Mm. Dude, that's exactly, dude. Egg fucking exactly. Why is Jenna Ortega it. everywhere? I don't get it. She's being a bit gluttonous, if you ask me. <laughs> and y'all being lustful, so... Right, y'all... Be- consider consider yourself being bonked if you're simping for Jenna Ortega, dude. Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't with this Jenna Ortega stuff. Anyway, uh, the question of the week is what? The trophy thing? <laughs> what? What? Is there a moment, a move, an item, anything from Kingdom Hearts... That you want to see as a I trophy want, in Missing want, Link. Um, and maybe maybe even if you want to add a little bit to it, if you like really want to fucking add some to it, like what's its like bronze, silver, and gold tier? No, don't tell uh, me that. I don't apparently there's that. something that. I, I don't, don't want to hear that. Anyway. Don't tell me that. Uh, anyway. I want Hainer dropkicking. <clears throat> right. Like that's a dope moment. You want that like immortalized as a trophy. And you can like spin it around and you like use it as a moment or a, a moment as a... As a, Use it as a moment. As a move. As, as a, a move. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 34. We'll be back next week with episode 35. That's how numbers go. Uh, thank you again, guys. Uh, uh, we love you. Thank you for everybody who answered the question a week. I know I'm like, who oh, the answers to? I'm just kidding. It's great. I appreciate it's everybody just who answers. It's just a bit. <laughs> it's just a bit. So thank you. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be be 
your guiding key. What was that bit you just did? Oh, I mean, thank you. Now fuck off. <laughs> what was that bit? I glitched. Are you okay? I just glitched. You mean mad at me for glitching? Yeah, maybe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was the fucking answer report. Number 34. <laughs> Thank you for watching. We have a Patreon, Jason. You know this already. Uh, we just released this week. We released J. Kona Jameson, the SB Battlecry cut. Which, if you don't know what that is, SB and, and Battlecry had to drop out of the mod elections, but Jay Cohen had already recorded what he thought of them, so we released yeah. it for our patrons as a cut, and it's pretty funny stuff, according to SB <laughs> himself. So you could be a, any kind of patron, $1, $5, $10, and check that out. Uh, and these people who we're going to list right now probably already have because they're smart. <clears throat> so Jason, uh, start us off. Famous for nothing. Billy the Kid Lawrence. Corinne Verg. Dr. Lambic. DP Grant. SP Cat. Iron Aggro. Iron Daddy Sean. It's your boy, Woody. Lisa S. Mr. Trumpeter, 711. Schwarz Barkley. Water KH. Zach P. Pokemon Trainer J. Elbow Juice. Panda Love. Frank Ferg. Shane Plunkett Unholy Dolphin Vetus What's up Carl? Lands of Masters Regular Pat YT Get Roxel Jip 214 Morning Strawberry Mango Librarian Gamer Vice President Kamala Harris's Lawyer Husband Doug Emhoff Kyrie's Bro Afro Roxas. Travis Town Jr. Chene. Phil Games. Dickbutt23. Lost Constance. So I'll just say while we're here that Vice President Kamala Harris's joke is a uh what are you what is this a crossover episode bit? Uh which is mm. me and Sean's Bojack Horse Horseman? Bojack Horseman, Horseman podcast that you guys should check out if you're interested in Vice President Kamala Harris's lawyer husband Doug Emhoff. Also known as the second gentleman. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> if you're no way. <laughs> if you're married to the no vice way. president and she's a no woman and you're a man, way. you are called the second gentleman. No <laughs> yes, yes, that's real. It's the real. Second the second gentleman. That's like a fucking indie band. That's like an emo. Second that's gentleman. Like an emo. Oh, dude, can we start a band called Second Gentleman? Holy shit, yeah, that's an awesome really name. Emo covers. That's an awesome name. Second Gentleman. I were Second Gentleman. Okay, anyway, thank you guys for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we appreciate you and love you. Avengers is a movie. I don't know if we'll ever watch it, but it's a movie. Did you watch it? <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, why is he talking about Avengers, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, well, so we'll, we'll definitely <laughs> we'll definitely watch Avengers at some point. I'm gonna, 
definitely will. Anyway, thank you guys for, for supporting us. We'll see you next week.